After almost 100 episodes, I feel like we've been building up to moments like this, a climax where we can share and discuss the most intimate parts of our lives as a community. In part two of the Cervical Orgasm series, we are going to dive deeper into why this part of the female body is so powerful and how you can, on your own or with your partner, tap into the holy grail of orgasms. Thank you. Welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Nick Broadhurst, and that song you were listening to is a remix of my single Thank You by the British artist Etherglow. And you can catch the full track on my album on all music platforms. Just head into Spotify or iTunes or my website and just check out the album there. You can search for my name, Nick Broadhurst, and the album name is called Thank You. Now, if you haven't heard part one, of the Cervical Orgasm series, please head back to episode number 96 at IamNickBroadhurst.com forward slash 96. This is super, super important because while you may want to try skipping ahead to the big C, the holy grail of orgasms, there is some prep work that can be massively beneficial, not to mention loads of fun as well. And in that episode, you'll hear why the cervical orgasm is so freaking insanely powerful. Now, I find this topic so fascinating because I know it's very real and I've seen the healing power that it's had on my wife. But when you try to find information on it, much of it is focused on the fact that the cervical orgasm has never been proved. It's like this mystical thing. From a physiological perspective, the cervix has actually very little nerve endings compared to the clitoris. But to me, that's what makes it so magical. It's not about stimulation so much, it's more about surrender. Now, if you haven't experienced a cervical orgasm yet, it's simply because you have not been given the keys to drive that part of your body yet. And that's what this episode is all about. And you can also learn more about this in Melissa's freaking amazing book, Open Wide. Now, the cervical orgasm is so deep that it actually births you into yourself. Now, I know that might sound a bit wild, but once you experience it, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. It's a potent tool of liberation from conditioning and belief systems. And as you go deeper and deeper into the vagina, the more intense the sensation and the more intense the spiritual and emotional transformation. If you've only ever experienced clitoral orgasm, then this is about to open up a whole new world to you. The clitoris generally has an endpoint because it can get overstimulated and sensitive. The cervical orgasm can just keep on going and going and going. And that magical energy that is generated from the orgasm washes through all your cells and literally heals you. You will eventually be not able to count the number of orgasms in one lovemaking session on two hands. I'm not joking. You can go and go and go. It is a totally 
new experience for the man and the woman, or the woman and the woman, depending on your sexual preference. And deep vaginal and cervical orgasms release more oxytocin as well. So they are literally the fountain of youth. Why do you think that freshly fucked look has a radiance about it? Because they're releasing massive amounts of oxytocin. It makes sense, right? But here is a little warning before we get started. The cervix or the C-spot is a very, very sensitive area and can be the complete opposite to the G-spot. At first, anyway. Eventually, once you've surrendered and surrendered and surrendered, you will be able to have harder, more intense physical stimulation. But it does take time. Don't rush it. This process is actually called de-armoring. And you can do this on your own to yourself. But for this episode, I'm going to be talking about having a partner do the stimulation for you. Now, if you want to give your woman a C-spot experience, I suggest, just as I did with the G-spot in part one of this series at iamnickbroadhurst.com forward slash 96, I suggest that you start with a long and loving massage of her whole body first. Get her super relaxed and open wide. Then place two pillows under her pelvis, so she's facing down, her face is towards the bed, and her ass is nicely elevated. And next, very slowly, you're going to move onto her vagina. You start on the outside by gently massaging her lips with your fingertips. Make her absolutely desperate for you to penetrate her with your thumb. Just tease her. Put your thumb in a little, then out, then in a little bit more until your thumb is all the way in. And once again, keep your fingernails trimmed because that can be an absolute spoiler. And at this stage, she should be groaning with delight, but not uncomfortable. And that's your barometer if you've warmed her up and opened her up enough. And also if she's super wet. And by now, before you move on, hopefully, she should be. And at the start, I used to take about an hour of massage and talking before attempting this. But now I can dive right in. And it all depends on your partner. So just be totally present and really feel how she is feeling. There is no rush. This is not a race. And it's important to let go of your expectations and be fully present with her. Don't make the orgasm the end goal. Just enjoy the journey. Now, you can slowly move your thumb deeper and deeper inside her until you reach what feels like another thumb pointing back at you in the opposite direction. And you'll know it straight away because it feels like a round knob with an indent right in the middle of it. And women tend to hold the energy from any past pain or anger here in the cervical area. So you have to tread very, very lightly. It could be really painful for some women and highly pleasurable for others. Just move slowly and always ask for feedback on how she's feeling and what she likes. If your lady is feeling comfortable, you can start to gently stroke the indented area with your thumb. And you can use your fingers as well if you like, whatever you and your partner prefer. But for me, the thumb is a great place to start because you can't really get so deep that you could cause her any major pain. Now, as always, you need to feel what she responds to and try different speeds, different angles and pressure while continuing to ask her for her feedback. And at the start, it may take around 
10 minutes or possibly way more of gentle stimulation with your thumb going up and down, around and round, until you can lift the tempo and intensity. This is really phase one of the cervical orgasm. Once you feel comfortable with this level of penetration and stimulation, you can start to play around with it during intercourse. This is where it gets really fun. And there are two positions that I have found really powerful when wanting to focus on the C-spot. They're really just slight variations to the classic man on top and woman on top positions. And if you are in a same-sex relationship, you can stick with fingers or use something like a, a crystal wand instead, but be mindful that any object you're using, you can't really feel the pressure inside. So you've got to be really, really dialed in with your partner if you do that. So with the man on top, you will need to have your legs wrapped around his lower back with your abs tight, almost like you're doing a sit-up, but you're sort of holding it in like a crunch position. In fact, the the cervical orgasm is freaking amazing for your core. And the man needs to keep his pelvis tilted up so that he is driving upwards towards the cervix. You can find a spot that feels good with the penis and the cervix in contact with each other. And you can hold it there. So both of you would have your abs quite contracted to find that spot. Then you just make smaller movements on that spot with both of your abs held tight. And this is really like the man using his fingers, but instead he's using his penis. It's such a beautiful experience to be able to do this during intercourse. It's amazing. The next position with the woman on top is very similar. You may need to take your time and build up by moving your body and hips with your hands on the bed beside him at first so you're not totally upright. And once you feel open and comfortable, then you can place your hands on his chest so that you're more upright and can now go deeper to make more contact with the cervix. It's this earlier work with the fingers and the thumb on the cervix that allows you to recognize when you're in the right spot it starts to become a familiar sensation. Then, just as you did with him on top, find that spot where there is contact between the penis and the cervix. Then lock it in and make the movements smaller to focus and intensify the cervical stimulation. The man will have to have his core really tight and his buttocks squeezing really hard to keep his pelvis in the right spot. Sort of, what's the best way to describe it? Your pelvis is kind of tilted under and up so that you can move in a way that feels best for your cervix and your, I guess, your unique fit with your partner because everyone is anatomically different in terms of size and length. We all come in different shapes and sizes, right? But this position with the woman on top is great if the man is holding this really firm position and the woman is allowed to just find what feels really good to her in that position. So fellas... If you haven't listened to episode number six, Sex as an Act of Service, or episode 32, An Orgasm a Day Keeps the Divorce Lawyer Away, or 67, How to Become a Conscious Ejaculator, then please head back and listen to these now. Because trust me, you really want to be able to have the self-awareness to hold out until she has come multiple times. Because the rewards for you are huge. This is not about the man having an orgasm at this point. This is about you being of service to your queen. Or if you're in a same-sex relationship, same, same. Just being of service. And that, my friends, 
is the holy grail of orgasms. For all the show notes, and trust me, you may want to read this one, head to IamNickBroadhurst.com forward slash 97. There is a full transcript of this show with bullet points so you can follow along. And Ruth Saba has left me a review on iTunes, and she said, seriously, so much gold. I love this podcast. Nick has a great ability to articulate super insightful messages while sharing his incredibly progressive wisdom. I really look forward to each new episode, and I feel like a better person for putting his ideas into practice in my life. I'm really grateful. Thank you so much. Thank you, Ruth. Honestly, please head into iTunes and leave me a review. That is how I know what you're enjoying, okay? And that's also how iTunes ranks podcasts, because the more reviews, the more people like it, the more they show it. It's really, really important. I just want to get this information out there. And last of all, head into Spotify, search for my name. Please hit the follow button. So follow me as an artist and add my album, thank you, to your library and any of my songs that you love, add them to your favorite playlists. Now remember today to look up, see the beauty around you, see the beauty within you. Be gentle with yourself, especially when you're doing this work with the cervical orgasm, the holy grail. Be loved, listen to your intuition, and as always, have a beautiful day. I love you heaps. Ciao. And just before you go, just wanted to let you know that the information and views presented in this podcast are personal and for educational and entertainment purposes only. The information presented is not intended as a substitute for medical or professional advice. Please seek advice from a qualified medical practitioner before starting any new diet, health or lifestyle practice. There you go. Catch you soon.